0: But effective communication is not a skill we all possess. I will share common mistakes made, and how we can improve. Welcome to another edition of Hospitality Property School. I am your instructor, Jerry McPherson. Communication is something we do automatically, like breathing. We've all been talking since we were small, to our partners, kids, friends, without giving it a thought. It might seem easy, but communicating effectively actually takes quite a bit of skill. Choosing the right words, listening with our minds instead of just our ears, and getting your message across are skills that we all need to work on. When at home or with friends, not finding the right words or miscommunication can lead to problems or even arguments. At work, the result could be much worse. Unenthusiastic employees, poor productivity, even legal issues can be the result of bad communication skills. This does not have to be a problem at your property if you incorporate a few changes into your communication practices. Since the end of the last century, many companies have become dependent on email as their primary source of communication with colleagues and outside clients. Many of us have become so reliant on our computers and email that we've neglected the art of conversation. Email does have its advantages over the old-fashioned snail mail letters because they are quick and direct, and they do leave a trail of your correspondence. But unfortunately for many, the desire for speed has almost created a whole new language of short sentences and abbreviations. Have you ever sent off an email with the best intentions, only to have it misunderstood at the other end? An email sent quickly can easily be misinterpreted as lack of caring, or even worse, a sign that you're mad. When speaking to someone face-to-face, a conversation is more than words itself. It's the tone of voice, facial expressions, and body language. Take body gestures and smiles out of the equation, and recipients can easily get the wrong idea, especially when the sender isn't the most coherent writer. Let's look at some ways you can improve your email communication at your property. Right after word from our sponsors. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before the break, I said I would look at some ways you can improve your email communication at your property. When sending an email, writing a letter, or even a note, I use spell check. And after you use spell check, have someone else read it. Don't send messages with all caps. Recipients might feel like you're yelling. Please, please, please use complete sentences. Organize your inbox, making sure priority messages are dealt with immediately. Use folders to priorize. Missing important emails could cost you money make sure everything is clear a good clear message can build engagement prevent problems and streamline efforts have a standard communication schedule here you can highlight important messages refrain from sending an email every time you have a thought this can be overwhelming clutter and important messages will be missed document document everything and make sure it is clear When was the last time you said or one of your employees said, Didn't I tell you? Or, Sorry, I forgot to mention. Or, It's supposed to be done this way. It is imperative to work together as a team. And as a team, you will receive the same information. Check and recheck to make sure this is happening. Handle conflicts with tact. When you have more than two people working together, eight hours a day, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, you're eventually going to have some issues. Minor issues will quite often take care of themselves, but those that blow into major issues can be very disruptive and stressful. Any situation like this, you want to nip in the butt immediately. A good start is to let all employees know from day one, your door is always open. You have to create a safe environment in which employees feel comfortable, to be honest, and openly voice their frustrations. Encourage them to come to you with any problems and make sure all conversations held in your office remain completely confidential. This is very important when responding to conflicts. You have to be neutral and keep an open mind. Ask questions and really listen to the answers so you understand how each person in the dispute feels. Here you can help the two parties reach a resolution that's acceptable to everyone. If you have a policy in place in your operations manual for this type of situation, use it. If the policy is to blame, change it. And if there is no policy for this issue and you feel one is justified, add it. Respect cultural variances. Our world is getting smaller, and more and more hospitality properties are hiring foreign employees as well as receiving guests from every corner of the planet. For this reason, property owners need to be more culturally sensitive and aware of the little differences in the way people of different nationalities interpret words and gestures. So it's important to create an environment that is understanding of and sensitive to the needs of employees and customers, no matter what the culture or religion. I had one property owner tell me that if his employees or guests did not like or could not deal with his beliefs, that was their problem. Needless to say, he did not have many happy employees or a high return rate. This is a wonderful topic to include in your training program. Feedback is important. Praise for your employee is important. Just as important as praise is feedback. If you have employees working hard for you, tell them. If you have employees who are not pulling their weight, tell them. You don't have to hold regular meetings to share feedback. You can let employees know what you're thinking by email, a phone call, or the way I think works the best, in person. When offering feedback, be as clear as possible. If you're giving praise, give specific examples. Most employees enjoy hearing details when they are doing something right. If there is a problem, don't just say, you're not finishing your tasks on time. Offer a solution. You could say, there seems to be a problem with your workload. What can we do to help? Talking down or being demeaning to a person is never a solution. When to hold meetings. It is understandable that when operating a hospitality property, unless closed for the season, holding staff meetings with everybody in attendance is almost impossible. So what's the solution? A short note every morning might work. It could state how many guests will be arriving, any VIPs, very important person or persons, who might be on the property, any events taking place, menu specials, or any product specials. I cannot emphasize this enough. Unless it's an emergency or a highly confidential You should not hold a meeting with an employee in your office. You are the face of your property. You have to be out and about as much as possible talking with your guests. So with this in mind, if you have to meet an employee, go where they are. This way you can share the information you need to share, watch how things are going, and you're not taking that employee away from their duties. If you want to keep good open communication with your employees, make them feel like owners. If you utilize the proper hiring process and have incorporated step-by-step ongoing training, then it should be obvious to your employees that you have a vested interest in them, and at this point, employees should have a vested interest in your property. Don't stop there. If you have major decisions that have to be made about your property and will affect your employees, let them have a say before the decision is made. For example, major renovations, group insurance, policy changes for the operations manual. Make sure you educate them on all aspects of the decision, but then let them have a vote. You might be thinking, wait a minute, this is my business. But think about it. If your employees see that you value their opinions, they will feel like they have a more vested interest in the business and reward you with incredible loyalty. Be open with them on how the business is going. If your bookings are great and revenue is up, tell them. If things are slow, tell them that as well. You might have the feeling that you're giving up control, when in actual fact, it has been proven many times, employees that feel they have a vested interest will work harder for your success. It's all about open communication. Emotions on the job can be a killer. Being friends with your employees is great. Letting them know they can talk to you at any time is very important. But what is also very important is that you're the boss. You're running a business. This is your livelihood. You have to be professional. With any independent operation and different personalities, this can be really difficult. If an employee, for some reason, is not happy and starts making negative conversations personal, there's a good chance that you are going to feel irritated. This is the time to stop, take a step back, Calm yourself down. Don't be emotional, but instead professional. When responding, don't make it personal. Ask your employee to present their case in a clear, concise way and you listen. Don't say anything until they are finished. When they are finished, repeat their concerns and make sure it's clear. If they start interrupting you, you can say, Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were finished. And then don't say anything. It's very difficult to have an argument if only one person is talking. Is this making sense? Let me know in the comments. Once the problem is clear, offer solutions if you have them. If not, ask them what they would suggest. If you remain calm and professional, most problems will quickly find an agreeable solution. I had mentioned when listening to a complaint or a discussion, it is important for you to listen. Listening is sometimes not that easy. To be a good listener actually takes practice. So how can you improve? Challenge yourself. Whenever you're listening to a conversation, pretend there's a test at the end, and you will have to list the three most important items in that conversation. It's not as easy as you would think. With practice and a little time, it'll soon become second nature. Another way to know what you heard is to repeat what the person said. It's good for both the memory and clarification. Have fun at work. Okay, you have excellent employees. They understand your business goals and objectives. They're all well-trained, following all the step-by-step procedures from your operations manual. You all enjoy open and clear communications. Is that all? Even companies with the best intentions are sometimes monotonous. Is there anything else you can do to enhance the work atmosphere? Have fun. The workday can be as fun and as exciting as your company wants to make it. Many successful hospitality property owners that I have talked to over the years have one thing in common. They enjoy what they do. Not that every day is a barrel of laughs, but there is enough happiness generated over time to see them through the rough times. In conclusion, effective communication to your guests and employees is not a skill you can take like Review the common mistakes made, how to handle conflicts, and ways to improve, and you will see an enhanced property experience. What do you do to improve your communication at your hospitality property? Let me know in the comments. You'll have access to this post for six weeks before it gets locked in the vault for hospitality group members only. When you see that we have something new, make sure you check it out. Don't mark it as unread or file it away and believe you'll see it later, because you might miss out. To see all the other valuable material you would have access to as a member of the Hospitality Property School Group, check out the short video in the episode post show notes. In the next episode, I'll be talking about customer service. That's it for today's episode. P.S. Make sure you're signed up for Insider Tips. You can find the link in the show notes. Now, if you like this video, let me know in the comment section below. And if you're going to implement any of these procedures, you can support this free podcast by leaving us a review and giving us a five star rating, wherever you happen to be listening to it. Every review helps more people find the podcast at no cost to you. If you know someone who might benefit from this, video, please feel free to share it. Be sure to subscribe. Thank you so much for your attention. And let's continue to work together to put heads in your bets. Until next time, have a fun day.